been so hurt that you didn't even have the words to say. And it is, it's, it's not with my own situation or the things that I go through. There's something about the Lord. He allows me to feel what others are going through. And sometimes it overwhelms me when I look at the people and what they are enduring. My heart just feels weighed down for you who are in this building. But there is good news. This momentary trials, the heartaches and pains that you are enduring, want to even come close to what eternity in heaven would be like. I'm overwhelmed in the sense that you're in these battles and you're going through these situations in this town and, and things are weighing heavy on your heart and days that you cry yourself to sleep, days that you don't even know which way to turn, man. My heart cries out for you and cries unto the Father on behalf of your circumstances. Though you may be in the battle, but you're never alone. You're never alone. I'm going to tell you to keep on fighting. Because the day will come. The trumpet will sound. Heaven and earth will come standing still. And the Son of Man will come riding on the cloud. And then, my friends, then you would say, it was all worth it. Hallelujah. Before I get into the message, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wreck. I'm a, I'm a complete mess right now. But I want to make sure I make this announcement because I, I didn't do it earlier. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, Saturday, October 27th at 6 p.m., we're going to have a family and fun night. Uh, so come and join us. Uh, we'll be roasting hot dogs and s'mores and all that good stuff. They'll be bobbing for apples and games and things like that. Uh, and devotions and singing. Uh, it says sign up at the welcome table uh, for what you will bring. Uh, once again, that's Saturday, October 27, 6 p.m. We've still done a, a bonfire also. Yes. Yes, weather permitted, we still do, a, do the bonfire. So it's just a time to just fellowship and have, have, be with family. Automatic council if it rains. Okay, so this is just a time, like I said, just to fellowship with family and do something with each other, have fun, have kids. You know, I don't, you guys may... I never made s'mores before. <laughs> so, just saying, I don't even think I ever had a 
a bonfire before neither. So it'll be a first for me, old Georgia boy, okay? So I look forward to it. So that's October 27th, 6 p.m. We're going to have a good old time, I tell you. Amen, amen, amen. Before I get into the word, I want to pray. Lord, just help me. Father, I thank you today, oh God, and just, Father, I need you. The people need you, Lord. And Lord, I ask that you just give me the words to say. Let me not stray to the left or to the right, God. But only speak whatever you command me to speak. Lord, let it be a demonstration of your Holy Spirit power and anointing thereof. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. So we've been talking about stewardship, and we identify what stewardship is and, and things like that. And it, it actually, as I've been studying, I've been learning uh, for myself and, and digging deep in the relationship with the Lord about how he has given us all these gifts, talents, resources, time, the gospel. He has given us all these different things to uh, for, for the betterment of his creation, for to, to, uh, for his glory, to provide the glory for the Lord. So it, it's, it's been a thing to me just to, to dive into this, and it's been, it been really good when I'm diving into the word of God and, and actually seeing what it means to be a good steward of what God has given us. Uh, so I still have the definition, if you wasn't here last week, uh, about what is a steward. Um, and so a steward is utilizing and managing all resources God provides for the glory of God and the betterment of his creation. So utilizing and managing all the resources. It's everything that God has given you. God has given all of us gifts, talents, time. Uh, uh, he has given all of us resources. He has given, given all of us these things. And he said, listen, basically what we're, what we're talking about today, what are we doing with those resources that God has given us? Uh, he said, it should, the resources that God has given us should give glory and honor to God. And then the second thing is, should be the betterment of his creation. That means for the people. What are we doing with the resources, the time, the gospel, the, the financial resources, the everything that we have? What are we doing with that? Is it glorifying God? Is it for the betterment of his creation? So the, the second part is the definition, what is a steward? That was stewardship for the first one. A steward oversees another's goods and dispenses it according to the master's desire. So uh, with the word dispenses means give it out according to what the master's desire. And, and our master is Jesus. And how he wants us to, to give, or how he wants us to use the resources that he has given us. Because the first thing that we had talked about was that we had to understand that God's own everything. Not only that he owned everything, the second thing was that he created everything. So everything that you have or not your own is his. We just barred it until he calls us home. We're just managing what we have until you die and pass along and you pass along to your next generation, your son or daughter, and they manage what God has given you. 
None of this stuff you can take with you. And God is, he, he, he is important to him about how we manage the resources that he has given us. Whether you have a lot or a little, he said, I want you to manage it for my glory and for the betterment of his creation. So we're going to go to the book of Matthew, chapter number 25. Hallelujah. And it starts, we're going to look at verse 14. In the name of Jesus. He said, again, it would be like a man going on a journey who called his servant and entrusted his wealth to them. To one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and another one bag, and each according to his ability. Then he went on on his journey. Well, let me start with again. When you see the word again in the text, you have to look prior to what prior to what uh, previous to previous chapters that leads up to this again. You can't if you start off a sentence that says again, you need to go back and see what he was talking about before that led led up to this word again. Well, Jesus was talking about these before he got to these parables, which is stories that re relatable stories so that they can understand. Okay, so. Before then, Jesus had these parables that he was talking about. He had a parable about the ten virgins, that all these things were talking about the end times. What it would be like in the end time. In chapter 24, it talks about the end times. It talks about the day, uh, it talks about the day and the hour unknown. It talks about uh, what it would be like uh, in the, the signs of the end time. So he said again, in other words, this is what it would be like. He said, it would be like a man going on a journey who called his servant. Go back to me for a minute. I want to lay my hat down for a minute. Again, it would be like a man going on a journey who called his servant and trusted his, his wealth to them. So let me stop right there. He said, it would be like a man going on a journey. This man that they're referring to is Jesus. He's relating to, he said, listen, remember, remember in John uh, chapter 14, he said, listen, I'm going to prepare a place for you. He said, in my father's house, there are many rooms. If there were not so, I wouldn't have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you. He said, but here's the thing. I will come back to take you to be with me. So it's just like this. Again, this would be like a man going on a journey. This man is Jesus who went on a journey, called his servants, his people to him and said, hey, and they trusted them with wealth. He entrusted them with things, with gifts and talents. Another version of the Bible said talent. Which is, uh, which is 20 years worth of wages. One talent is. It's crazy. That's a lot. Of so he entrusted them with, he, he gathered his servant. He gathered the believer. He gathered the Christian. Do you and me that's in this room, he said, I'm going to entrust you with the wealth. I'm going to entrust you with the gifts, the talents, the resources. I'm going to entrust you with the things uh, of this world so that you can manage it for the betterment of uh, creation and to glorify me. She said, to one he gave five bags, to another he gave two, and to another he gave one according to his ability. And then he went on on his journey. So, well, you got a question, you say, hey, Tan, so why did that one get five, and why did he get two, and why did that get one? As you read the text, it's according to his ability. You can't give everybody a million dollars. You ever seen them, they win the lottery, and then the next year they broke? So you can't give everybody the same amount of gifts and talents because 
Everybody have different gifts. Everybody have different talents. Everybody have different resources and things that, that, that God has given or has entrusted them with. Everybody's not given the same amount, but you are given something. See, what you realize is that, he said, why did that one just, why did he just get one bag? And why did he, what you have to realize is that everybody was given a gift, a talent, resources from God. Yeah, I may not have a whole lot, but that is what God has given me. He said, then he went on his journey. He said, so also, the one with two bags, uh, then he went on his journey, I'm sorry, the man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work. And he gained five bags more. This sermon is not just focused on the, the money aspect is it's focusing on uh, the word talent, which is in the, uh, the original text. It's, it's talking about also can, can be talking about the gifts, the resources, and things like that. So listen, he said he immediately put it to work. He immediately gave, he immediately received a gift from God and put it to work, and he gained five bags more. Somebody say you got to put it to work. You got to put in the work. Amen. Y'all got to help me preach it now. Y'all a little dead. I need to, I'm going to go down there and just start shouting so you wake up. Amen. Amen. He said, so, hallelujah. He said, so, so the man with five bags, he immediately put it to work. And he said, so also the one with two bags of gold gained two more. But the man who had received one bag went off and dug a hole in the ground. Amen. And hid his master's money. You got you to realize gold is very precious. This gift that he has given us is very precious. It's something that's worth value. It's something that he sees uh, and that he gives that is worth uh, more than any treasure. Gold is worth more than anything during this time. He said, they said one talent, which is the, uh, what they're referring to as gold, is worth 20 years of wages. So I ain't good at math, so if the five bags, that'd be five times 20. So he, he hit the five bags that were given him were worth 100 years of wages. And then the two, and you do that 20, that'd be worth 40 bags of wages, 40 years of wages. And then the other one, just the one bag, were worth 20 years of wages. So this gift, this thing that he has given us is precious. It's like gold. And he's saying, I want you to do something with what I have given you. But this young fellow said, you know what? Instead of using the gifts that he has given me, the resources that he has given me, the talent that he has given me, I'm going to take it and I'm going to dig a hole and hide the master's money or talent or gift resources. Don't be this one man. Don't hide what the gifts that God has given you. Each one of you, no matter if you have, it's not about the money, it's not about that long, it's a part of it, but it's not the whole thing about stewardship. It's about your time. It's about your, the, the gifts, the talents that he has given each one of you. He said, what are you doing with what I have given you? Have you went in the backyard and dug a 
behold and hear yourself. Hear the gifts and talents that he has given you. Some of you are really gifted. They say, well, Terrence, I don't know what my gift is. I don't know what, I, I'm going to ask you, what are you good at? Whatever you are good at, do it as unto the Lord. If you can cut a grass, cut that grass unto the Lord. Amen. If you're the door greeter, uh, pat and stand, you do it as, an, as if the Lord was walking through the door. Teachers, if you're teaching, you're teaching as if the laws were telling you the very words to say to these children. You study to show yourself approved. Ministers that we have in here, oh man, you lead with the guidance of the Holy Spirit with boldness and confidence doing the work of the Lord. But do not hide your gifts, your talents, your resources. Don't hide it. Well, Terrence, why do you say don't hide it? He said, well, I don't, I don't do all those things. But see, listen, all of us are called to serve because he gave us these different gifts. You say, well, Terrence, I ain't got, I ain't got that. I ain't got that many, but you got at least one because he gave one to them. You're no different from them. So listen, why do I have to do this, Terrence? Why do you say I have to serve? Why I don't have to, you say I, I don't need to hide what God has given me? Because after this, in verse 19, because simply the master is going to return. He said, after a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. Oh, Holy Ghost, you're going to have to hold me. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Let me stop right here. He said, after a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled the accounts. Jesus is coming back. And everything that you, he has given you, all the talent, the resources, the gifts, everything that he has given you, he said, I'm coming back to settle the account. I'm going to, I'm, I'm coming back. Everything that I have given you, I'm telling you, I'm coming back. And you better have a good answer for what you have done with the resources that I have given you. I have given you gifts and talent. I have given you precious gold. What are you doing with it? What are you doing with it? He gave us gifts. He gave us talent. Some of you can do some extraordinary things, man. I mean, I'm telling you, some of you guys are good, so good with your hands, man. You can, you can start your own business and have a Fortune 500 company because of you're so good with your hands. Who gave you that gift? Use it for the betterment of his creation and for the glory of God. Some of you have a heart for children. Use it for his glory. Because he's going to come back and ask you. Now let's talk about these accounts that I have given you. Let's talk about, let's settle these things. What have you done? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So this man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. He said, Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. Would that be you that day? 
seen, Master. You gave me these gifts. You gave me the ability to preach and teach your gospel. You gave me this ability to, to help others, uh, whether it be financially or spiritually, to uplift them. I'm going to ask you some prayer warriors. Pray like your life depended on it. Pray for the people. He gave us lips. He gave us all these gifts, everything about you he made and created for him. Use it. Use it. He said, see, I have game five more. He said, his master replied, well done. Good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of a many things. Come and share your master's happiness. I don't know about you, but see, listen, I, I want to hear well done, good, faithful, sir. You have been faithful uh, with a few things. That word faithful in the Greek means pistis. It means that I have, you, you've, been, you've been believing and trusting in me. So well done and good and faithful, trusting servant, believing servant. You have been faithful. You have been believing in God with a few things. I will put you in charge of many. Come and Well, I really get happy when he says, come and share your master's happiness. So the master Jesus returned and he says, hey, give me an account of what you have done here on this earth. Give me an account of what you have did here while you was here with the gifts, the talents, the resource, the time, the gospel. I, I, and then he said, oh, master, I gave, I came back and multiplied. I doubled what you have given me. He said, okay, now come and share your master's head. In other words, come and be with me in the heavenly realm so I will put you in charge of a many things. See, Paul talked about this thing. Hold on just a minute. Hallelujah. See, Paul talked about this thing. He said, I have ran this race and, and, and I have finished this race. He said, I'm going to continue to run. He said, listen, and stored up for me is a crown of righteousness. A crown of righteousness. See, listen, we are giving gifts in the next life. We get, listen, not, you just don't make it in. You get rewards. Hey, I, 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 you know, some, some folks just say, I just want to squeeze in. I don't just want to squeeze in. I want the well done. I want the crown. I, I, I want it. He said, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful. You have been trustworthy with everything that I have given you. I will put you in charge of a many things. And I want it. I want it. And you say, Pastor, well, I haven't been doing really good with the resources that I have been doing, you know, with, with the gifts that God has given me. Do something. Nothing is not an option. We're going to see that in a few minutes. He said, the man who, the, uh, the man with the two bags in verse 22, uh, God, uh, uh, two bags ago also came and Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. So he gained also. Huh? He gained also with God, the resources that God had given. He gained also. The talents, the gifts, he gained also for the betterment of his creation and the glory of God. He gained also because this ain't they money. This ain't they stuff. It's his. We're here just to manage it. He said, listen. And then Master replied also, well done. Whew. Good and faithful servant. Hey, I, I like when I see an exclamation mark because that shows expression. 
That shows something that he's excited about. That shows something that, hey, this is my boy. This is my daughter. Look what she has done. Look what he has done with the resources that I have given him. Well done. I can hear him say, well done. Good. And faith was a better girl. boy. That'll do it. Ah, you have been faithful with a few things. I'll put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. But then there's one joke. Ah, that's right. There's one joke that said, Then the man who had received one bag of gold came and said, Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seeds. What's the difference from this man and the rest of them? This man started making excuses. He said, well, Master, I know that you gave me these gifts and talents and these resources and this time and the gospel, but I knew that you was a hard man, but, uh, and I know that you, 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 you're harvesting what you have not sown and gathering what you have not scattered seed. So I, in verse 25, he says, so I was afraid. And went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. So he began to, instead of doubling, instead of using the resources, the gifts and talents, the time, the gospel, for the betterment of creation and glory of God, he said, I'm going to hide. And then he's going to say, Lord, I was, a, I was afraid. I didn't know what to do with this. I... I, I, Lord, I knew that you was a hard man. Lord, I, I didn't know what you wanted me to do. I, Lord, I, he said, see, here's what belongs to you. His master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. Verse 26. I'm not joking. He replied just like that. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest what I have not sown and gather what I have not scattered seed. He said, you wicked and lazy servant. I don't know about you, but I definitely don't want to hear that. I know that it's tough. I know days are rough. I know that you're going through things. I know that the battle is always raging in your mind. I know that it's tough out there. I've been there. Done that I probably can write a book about it. But I tell you what, you're here to serve the Lord. And if you're not serving, get it together. Listen, it's room in this church to serve. I've been praying for leaders. I've been praying for people to rise up and all these things. I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking around this room. The leaders are in here. The servants are in here. Serve the Lord with everything you got. I don't care if you say, man, I don't know a lot, but I know about this. Do it unto the Lord. Serve it. 
Because on that day when he returns, you're going to have to, you, me, your grandmama, mama, everybody else will have to give an account for what you have done here in this fleshly body. That's why it's so important to be good stewards of what he has given you. You ain't got to have a whole lot. Most folks think when they say steward, they say immediately think money. No. Amen. Time. He gives. Everybody can give time. It's what we do with it. Is your time glorifying God? Is your time is for the betterment of his creation? You ain't got to say amen. You can just say ouch. Because I had to ask myself those same very questions. And it's good to ask yourself that kind of give you a self-check. Am I using my time wisely? Am I managing my finances wisely? Am I managing the gospel. Am I managing my children? Why? Am I everything that he has given? Am I doing it correctly? Am I glorifying him? That's the only reason why we're here to serve him and glorify him. This is what he says to this servant. He said, Well then. You should have put my money on deposit with the banker so that when I return, I would have received it back with interest. Notice that he said, my, it ain't yours. You want to, you want to know how it ain't yours? When you get paid and those bills come around, how fast did that? Gone. Poof. Done. You be like, man, what in the, I just had all this money. The bills, rent due, mortgage due, light bill, water, gas. There's $50? What about all that money I just, because listen, it ain't yours. We're just managing everything that we have until the day that he calls us home. But then we have to give an account for what we have managed. He want to know. What's your answer going to be? I don't know, man. He says so. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't get me started now. So, so that when I return, I would have received back with interest. He, in other words, he's saying, you should have done something with what I have given you. You should have done something with the gifts that I have given you. I know it for a fact. I about tell you guys are good with your hands. For sure, hands down. They probably can build another church. From the ground up, I'm not joking. I know that. Why not do it for the betterment? Why not do it for the glory of the one who created you? Why not do it for him? Why not? People have knowledge of finances, how to manage them. They're really good at it. I ain't that good. I have to ask the Lord, just help me with that managing this stuff. But share your gifts. Share your knowledge of how to do that so we too can manage way. Everybody in here has a part 
in a role. You're not here just for happenstance. You're not here just to sit. He called that servant lazy. We all have work to do. Yeah, you ain't no pastor. Not everybody's equipped to be a pastor, evangelist, all these different things, but you can do something. Because if you do nothing, you'll be just like this man. Wicked, lazy servant. I gave you all this good treasure and gifts to put inside for you. What are you doing with it, my son? What are you doing with it, my daughter? So he says this to this man, this is pretty harsh, man. I had, to, I had to study and pray on this a lot, on this one. He said, so take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has ten bags. But whoever has, has will be given more and they will have an abundance. In other words, he says, since you ain't going to do nothing with what I have given you, I'll take it away and give it to somebody else. You ain't got to worry about pastor. The pastor messed up. He'll take it away and say, I'll here, bring somebody else in. He says, since you are not doing that, since you hid what I have given you, the glory thereof, the preciousness of the gold I have given you, I'm going to take it and give it to the one who has 10. He said, for whoever has been given more, and they will have an abundance. It's a good thing and a bad thing for one folk. The bad thing is the one man got his stuff taken away. It gives talents and resources. But the good thing is the man with the five made double the 10 got more. So what that said is, the one who is serving the Lord, the one who's using and managing and being a good steward of what God has given you, he said, I'm going to give you more. Keep serving. Keep going. Don't quit. I don't know about you, I like more. I like more. But with more comes more responsibility. More gifts, more talents. He expects more. We have to be able to say, Lord, I surrender all to you. You have to be able to get to a point in your life and say, Lord, none of this is mine. But show me how to manage it. Show me what you want to do with it. Lord, I give it all to you. Now show me. Because it never was mine. The reason I got the job because you placed on that person's heart to give me that job. The, the reason I got what I got is not because I worked on my own and I was just a good person. No, because God gave you faith, grace, and mercy. Because truth be told, now any of you in here, including myself, deserve it. But that's what grace is. Unmerited favor. I didn't got to work for it. He just freely gives. Just like a merit badge when, when, you're, when you're the Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts and they tie a rope the knot the, the right way or they, they, they sell the cookies and they get a merit badge because they work for this. They earned it. But God said, Jesus said, listen, you ain't got to work for this. 
I'm going to freely give it to you. Ooh, I ain't got to work for it. Free. I love free. He said, whoever does not have even what they have will be taken from them. And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. That's where the ouch comes in. That's where I have to look in the mirror and say, all right, God, Am I doing what you tell me to do? Am I, I manage the gospel pretty well, but am I managing my household well? Am I managing my children, managing my marriage? Man, am I doing what you have commanded me to do? Because I tell you, either two things she's going to tell the people on that day. Either well done, my good and faithful servant. Wicked or wicked, lazy servant. Either two or two things he's going to say. Because we all have to give an account to what we have done on this earth. We all going to see in the judgment seat. We're going to stand there before a holy God. He's going to ask, what have you done with the resources that I have given you? Let me clear some things up with you first. So when we get judged by God and stuff like that, for the believers, we're not being judged on sin. Let me make that self clear. Now, how can we be judged on sin when he said, I had already forgiven you for it? So let me clear that up for you. What you're going to be judged on for the believer is the works that you have done with the gifts that you have given, that he had given you. For those unbelief. That stand before a holy God and they try to account for the good they have done. That without Jesus, they good just ain't good enough. Us, we have to give an account for what He has given us the talents, the gifts. What are you going to do about it? I, 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 I urge you to take this message and when you're spending your time with God and, and ask him from the sincerity of your heart, Lord, am I that servant? Am I hiding these gifts, these talents, these resources for the betterment of your kingdom, your creation, and for your glory? If that is you, the next question is asked, Lord, how can I serve you? How can I serve you? I look at this thing like a, a job, and it is a job. It's a task. It's, it's what he has called us to do. But I look at it as a corporation and that the boss man, hot dog, the boss man saying, listen, my employees, I'm going to entrust you with the company. Now, this great company that we're talking about, this company is all over the world. 
It's not located in this world, but it's, he got branches all over the world. He has employees all over the world. He says, the CEO, the boss man in charge says, hey, listen here. I'm going to give you these gifts, these talents. I want you to multiply these, multiply what I have given you for the betterment of this company, of my company. And so that he left on a business trip. But he said, I'll be back. I'm not going to tell you when I come back. But I'll be back. And I'm going to ask you to give an account for what you have done with the resources that I get. How did you better this company? What this company name is Jesus Incorporated. And how, when he come back, the master Jesus come back and he says, how, employee, how, my servant, how did you Bear this company, this body. You will have the answer for it. I will have the answer for it. But what I get excited about, the good servant, and how I'm going to make it tie into this, thank you, Holy Ghost. The one who have done something with what he has given you. When you go into that, that room for held accountable for, he asks you, what have you done? And you show, Lord, I have done this with what you have given me. You then, I see it as a promotion. I don't know about you, but I want to be promoted. And where are you going to be promoted at? You're going to be promoted not on this earthly uh, company, but in the heavenly. I'm going to be promoted into the kingdom of God from what I have done here on this earth. And I go into that session. He says, what have you done? And I say, Lord, I shared the gospel. I did well with what you have given me. Lord, have your way with me. Please have mercy. And he says, he looks at me and says, son, your promotion has been given. Come into my rest. Come get a peace of mind, happiness. If you receive it, get the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah.